Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthy is hot life. Okay, before we even get into this week's episode, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been listening to these conversations, sharing these conversations with people that you know, and if you're brave enough, share them with people that you don't know. I really am trying to get a variety of guests who come from different backgrounds, have different stories, but always bringing it back to health because I don't care who you are or what you do or where you're at in your life, health is a part of everyone's story. And this week, oh, I'm so excited. So Christina Chang um, is our guest. She is a near and dear friend of mine and such an inspiration. I mean, this woman is the definition of a multi-hyphenate creative. Like she connects the dots from so many different groups of people. This is why she is so good at what she does creatively. But as a woman, as a person, she is 30 and has a 14-year-old son. Do the math. She was 15 when she was pregnant, 16 when she had her son, and their relationship is unbelievable. She has the support of her parents, and she's still doing it all. She is living her life, being an amazing mom, and has never shied away from being open and honest um, with her friends, her family, but most definitely her son. And in addition to all of this, our friendship actually started in the world of fitness about five, six years ago. She was one of my first friends when I moved here. And she has since turned that love of community through fitness and she has brought it into her other love, which is the creatives. And she's developed this fitness community where creatives come together to sweat it out and then lo and behold they end up creating together so this is like the power of health and the power of fitness so I don't know if you guys can tell but I'm really excited to dive into this week's episode of the healthiest hot podcast with my good friend Christina Chang I'm also running on zero coffee right now you haven't had coffee yet Tina no why I don't know just like constantly on the go this morning um haven't eaten yet yeah you realize this is called the healthiest hot podcast. I know, I know, I We're know. We're both sick. I know. It's been a wild. Um, I had I went on vacation and then I was straight to work, so it's been wild. But how good is it to come back from vacation? I mean, I don't know if you felt like this after this holiday, but I love a good holiday and I know it's a good holiday when on that last day, I'm soaking it up, but I'm actually really excited to hit the ground running yes, and get back 100%. to percent. get back to my routine and work. I was away for seven days. Seven days is really long. <laughs> So I don't know. I was still balancing work. Like I would start my mornings um, with work yeah, and then a workout. And then I'll start my day of just like out in the sun, swimming, ocean, eating everything. So it was a good balance. I was still working. But yeah, I just felt like I was ready to come home. Like seven days is pretty long and I have creative ADD. So I'm like, what am I doing? I felt like I was not doing anything in Do my life. Do you feel guilty when a you're A little on bit. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. You, you know that you're allowed 
I know. Up, right? I know. I know. But I think because of what I do, everything's on digital asp- like forms. It doesn't sleep. Yeah. You know? So it's like I can't even take a day off of it because then the brands and companies that I that I work for um, or manage on a digital aspect, they're kind of, they, it can't, it, that can't happen, you know? So even when you're on holiday, but at least you did take time to actually enjoy 100%. where you were. And I love that even though you were on holiday and booze was flowing, food was flowing, you still made time to work out. I worked out every, every day. Like you worked out more than I did that week and you were on holiday. I worked out more, I worked out every day that week and I don't even work out every day when I'm home. I work out like four times a week, three times, three to four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like every day. But the thing is that the gym there in Mexico where I was staying, um, it was like, I don't even know. It was like, it was so nice. It was like top of the line equipment. Yeah. It was massive. I'm like, I could not not work out. You had to take advantage. But I think that that's a good indication that you truly love to live a healthiest hot life because on a vacation where all of a sudden you do have a little bit more free time because you're not working 24 hours a day. Yeah. You choose and you chose to give yourself that time. Yes. Before giving your time to anybody else. And yes. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. And if you can do that while you're on holiday, I mean, that means it's become a habit. It's no longer a choice. It's just something that's ingrained in your lifestyle. 100%. Again, like I said, I started my morning with an hour of work or maybe two hours of work. I wake up super early. Um, and... Yeah, and I knew that that was my window to just do work. Because after that, once I close the laptop and put my phone away, I'm just enjoying vacation. So I knew that if I just bang that out in the morning, do spend an hour and a half in the gym, and then the whole day I can eat, drink, tan, whatever, and not worry because I already did what I had to do. So, yeah, and then that's where I won't feel as guilty because I'm like, I already did everything I had to do. You were... You were killing it on holiday. And then <laughs> More than I back. have in real life here. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I can't keep up with your life. I mean, I have a full-time job with Bell Media. Then I've got this podcast and the website. I don't think I could take on anything else. <laughs> but I have so much respect for people who work for themselves and contract out and are freelancers because it takes a level of commitment and resilience and grit that I personally haven't experienced yet because so far... I've always had a full-time job plus a couple side hustles. Right. But for you, it's you're all managing, a hustle. <laughs> yeah, it's just all hustle all, all hustle. the time. Yes, it is. Um, I, I don't know. Every day, every week is different. Um, and I'm sure we'll get to this. But yeah, I also have a son who's 14. I'm 30, by the way. And he's 30 14. and thriving. <laughs> 30 and thriving. I'm like living my best life. My skin's the best at this point. Um, but my body actually is like aching. <laughs> I'm like feeling it on the low. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, I also have a 14 year old who's in high school. It's the second week in high school. He Wait, loves so high it. school, we're talking like grade nine? Grade nine. You've got a 14 year old <laughs> who is in grade nine. And I'm 30. And you're 30. Yeah. So it's a busy time. It's a wild, wild time. Um, yeah, and it's tripping me out because he's in high school now and I had him in high school. So it's tripping me out a lot. <laughs> he's, he's almost at the age. Yes. Yeah. Where you found out. Yeah. That was you were with, with child. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I met his dad when I was a freshman. When I was 14. So yeah, it's tripping me out. It, time's going by so fast and he's too cool. EJ is really cool. <laughs> yeah, he's too cool now. Um, luckily, he's like a really good kid. Yeah. 
I don't know if this is a, a, a Virgo thing, but he is so punctual. He hates being late. He leaves home at six o'clock in the morning. School doesn't start till like nine. Why is he leaving at six? Or at least like gets up at six, yeah. leaves the house at like six forty-five, seven. He's at school like an hour early. He just wants to like chop it up with his friends or they play basketball. He just wants that. I guess because like there's no more recess, yeah. right? So time with his friends and his Kids boys. Kids don't have recess anymore? In oh, no, I guess in high school. Oh, my just God. have like I, lunch It's been break. so long since I've been in school. <laughs> yeah. So I guess he's just like, let me yeah. just squeeze in the time with my boys, with the homies. And then I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, he's very like organized. Um, that's good. That must take a little bit OCD off your shoulders. Bit. Yeah, for you know, sure. Knowing that he is so organized. Yeah, he's How did he become like that? Did you raise him to be like that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm an organized chaos. I don't you know. You are organized chaos. Yeah, so we're like opposites in that end. Um, must be his grandparents. <laughs> Yo, thank goodness for your, your parents. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, having a child at 16. Yes, I was an came easy home situation, right? at 15 and had to tell them. I was pregnant. How do you even tell your I parents? Know, I that? was shitting bricks. I was so scared. Had you taken a pregnancy test at that point? Um, I went to a youth um, health clinic yeah. with uh, his dad, and I'm like, I think I'm pregnant. I'm every 28 days, never a day late, never a day early, and I'm very late. And so, anyway, we knew that there was a free youth sex clinic um, right by Scarborough Town Center, and we went there. We did the test. Um, and yes, turns out I was pregnant. So I didn't do the pregnancy test. I did it actually legitimately through them. Um, so there was no like, no question error. mark, no question yeah. mark. Uh, yeah. And yeah, the decision was, do I keep it? Do I not? Yeah. Um, that's and that's a big decision for a 15 year old. Regardless of whether I didn't keep the baby, um, I still want my mom there for the procedure because it would have been my first major procedure and I'm 15. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So either way, she was going to find out. Yeah. I wanted her by my side regardless. I just wanted her to hold my hand if, even if I was going to go through it. Um, anyway, so I had to tell her and I told her and she's like, listen, we're not going to get rid of it. Um, it's a blessing. If anything, we're going to go through with it. You're going to be okay. You have my support. We're going to do this. Um, and yeah, thank God she... Thank God, yeah, that she definitely... Oh, she had your back since day she's one. She had my back from day one. She had to call my dad down and be like, listen, this is our daughter. Yeah. Like, we're going to do this. This is our grandchild, first one. It's a blessing. We're going to do this. Um, and they get to be young grandparents. Yeah, they were know? super young. They were like, I don't even know, 40? Wow. Maybe, yeah. Their 40s. Um Anyway, yeah, and so, you know, Elijah was born, and they said, listen, we don't want to strip your youth away from you. We want you still to feel as if you're a normal 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old, nice. even to this day. I'm, like, 30, and I'm, like, a shit show. And they're, like, you know what? You're in your 30s. Figure it out. Like, <laughs> as, long as, as long as your dad and I are healthy and, you know, we've got Elijah, like, yeah. do what you need to do for work. Um, go through so many, like, business ventures or work opportunities or traveling. Like, just do it. Like, we're healthy, Elijah's good. So, yeah, thank God for them. They're like, yeah, we don't want this to just, like, stop you from just being your age, you know? Do they, do you ever look at them sometimes and just, like, say thank you? Like, how do you even thank yeah, I think the other people day, for doing that? Um, we were, actually, we were on vacation, and my mom already knows, like, Elijah's always hungry. He's going to be hungry at midnight. And so, obviously, we went to, like, buffet. She's like, I'm just going to pack away, like, food, because I know he's going to be hungry. And I'm like... Mom, he's going to be fine. She's like, no, trust me. He's always hungry. around, And I'm like, Mom, he's going to be fine. Like, he'll survive. 
And she's like, no, no. Um, anyway, so it turns out she like packed away stuff from the buffet, brought it back to his room. And he's like, yes, tacos. And it was like 11. And he's like, see, she's like, see, I told you. Like he's always hungry around. It was like 11 midnight or whatever it is. And he was like up still. Anyway, so I'm like, mom, you're, like, you're a really good grandma. He's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, that's like, like I raised him. Like that's yeah. my baby. Like I know him. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, like you're, you're great. <laughs> I mean, they're great. You're also great. The relationship that you and your son have. Yes. Is what I think every mom would aspire to have. I mean, you guys trust each other. You're open with each other Transparent about everything. about everything. You know, yeah. like there's no, there's no bullshit. Like yeah. you guys are, you treat him like a human. Yeah. He treats you with so much respect. Yeah. And so much adoration. And the, what I say to people is our relationship is really unique because one, we are best friends first, brother and sister second, and then mother and son last. And why it's in that order is because if you were to go back to, you know, your teenage years, yeah. your best friends are everything. Even if you guys ate beef, then you're so heartbroken. You're like, oh my God, my best friend's mad at me. You know what I mean? And that means so much more. Whereas, you know, when you would piss off your parents, you already know, like, they'll forgive you, you can do it again, they'll forgive you, you can do it yeah. again. You kind of take advantage of your parents, of course. you know? Whereas with him, if I'm mad at him, it's more, it's a different form of respect. He's like, oh, man, my best friend's mad at me. You know, it's more so, um, and he's scared of me in a sense of I'm scared to disappoint. Not mm -hmm. I'm scared because he's going to yell at me or whatever it is. It's more so I'm scared to disappoint. Um, so that's our dynamic is, you know, we're best friends because, you know, in that age, yeah. you don't ever want to, like, lose no. your best friend. And sometimes, like, listen, we're not friends. Like, friends don't do that. Like, disrespect. So, like, no, we're not talking to you right now. Like, you're, you're canceled, <laughs> you know? And Bye. to him, he's like, what? No, what? You know? <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it's like, it's different. It's yeah. different. Whereas, like, if your parents are mad, you're like, okay, plus the lamb door. Oh, yeah, when that. you're a teenager, you don't, I never cared if my mom was pissed at me. No. With him, it, like, it bothers him if I am. Cause it's more of a respect yeah. thing. Like, man, I disappointed her. Like, she's pissed. Like, I respect her so much that, like, I hate that she's like disappointed. Like, wh what did I do? You we're know what I mean? we're in a very interesting time. Just because you're talking about respect, and I'm looking at you, and you're an amazing woman, and I look at your son, and he's an amazing young man. Yeah. What kind of man are you hoping he becomes? Especially when it comes to respect and women and being kind, because. Yeah. You are very forward-thinking, open-minded. Yeah, I'm definitely raising him in a very unorthodox way. Um, <clears throat> I just want him to be like a really wholesome man, you know, with perspective um, and an open mind, and also a great communicator, which I believe he is because him and I talk about everything. I don't hide anything from him, um, and you know, he's talked to me about like the minor little girlfriends he's had you know like mom how do i like break up with her which or is like, so cute you know and i'm just like listen just like communicate yeah and like he's been through like my my heartbreaks you know and it, we talk through it and how i do with it and he already knows like and he would say like i would never want i'll never do that to my girlfriend i'll never be that way to my girlfriend um and so i really just want him to be like a great communicator in a way where no one can really get mad at him. Yeah. Like everything he's doing is bulletproof because like it's if like, you lay your cards on the table and you're honest. Yeah. They could be upset, but they can't really be upset. But at, at least you. they know that. Yeah. You can't, you can't be mad at someone for having them be honest. No, we need more of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just super, I just want him to like also educate, um, you know, all sexes on different things. So for example, you know, I, he, I worked on a really big IUD campaign. Um, and, 
I was open about it. He was through. He was there with throughout the events that I went to, or when I was filming episodes about it, or working on cam- campaigns about it. And I would educate him um, about um, choice. Yeah, you know about you know. And if you are in a future relationship, talk to your girlfriend. Like, what are they? What kind of protection are they on? Or if your your guy friends are going to start being, you guys are all going to be start being sexually active. It's high school. Come on. Like, I'm not going to be naive here. You guys need to start these conversations, even with your boys. You'd be like, yo, the girl you're talking to, did you ask if she's on any protection? Because you can't assume. Control? You they can't assume. never assume. And if they're not, then maybe now it's like, hey, my I, my mom has did the pill, and she's talked to me about that. She's yeah. an IUD. Like, da, da, da. like, you can educate. And, like, I want him to, like, start the conversations as well. Is and, he receptive? Yeah. Because, I mean, sex talks, typically, he's, not the easiest thing to do. No, and he's like... If he just has a question, he's going to ask me. Obviously, he'll, like, be kind of awkward about it, but yeah. he'll ask me. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to just, like, be open, wholesome, transparent. And the thing transparency. It's, like, people just, like, hide in this, like, smoke and mirrors. Just, like, no, just be transparent about shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Honesty is the best policy. 100%. And he's, like, he's that. Can you so. tell me how terrifying or beautifully magical it was to push child out of your vagina because the thought terrifies me and I look at you and like you're put back together <laughs> you're good but like you did that and yeah it scares 16. me like I'm 30 and I'm starting to like I can feel that my body's like have a baby you yeah. want a baby like I swear I'm like under hypnosis most of the times so if I see like cute little yeah. sneakers but the thought of pushing a child out of my vagina it's like fucking 14, scary. Was, I don't know, 14 years ago so I don't even know have you blacked so, it do you black sometimes out? <laughs> it doesn't even feel real that it happened yeah because it happened so long ago one but I don't know it, I think I was so young that everything just happened so fast and I just maybe I was just more I have a high tolerance for pain I don't yeah. know but my pregnancy was smooth sailing my the labor was super smooth um well you were young and fresh yeah Your I was body. on it <laughs> I was on it, and I was, like, active still, even when I was pregnant. I was active before that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was very easy labor. It was fast. Uh, apparently, I pushed him out in, like, five minutes. Because you're a beast. <laughs> Christina, you are a beast. But, go, like, you had – were there any negative impacts of this? Like, did you get teased at school? Did it affect the way you view your body in your teenage years and in your 20s? No, it's because, so like, weird. when you when you talk to me about it, we've talked about this many times, mm-hmm. it really does seem like a beautiful... Yeah, I honestly... Once Unicorn-like I had, situation. Once I had the blessing from my parents and um, Elijah's dad's parents, I didn't give a shit anymore. Like, I was like, I didn't care what anyone yeah. said. I had the support from the like, core system. That's all that mattered. Um, I knew that this child was going to be loved. Um, at the same time, like I, I didn't have a bad experience in high school. Everyone was kind of just like excited and like always wanted to touch my belly and like and Scarborough. Scarborough's a loving place, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. No one like I, at least I never really saw anyone yeah. talking shit or teachers looking at me a certain way. And I don't know. I, I had a great high school experience pregnant. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't. You know, being pregnant obviously changes your body. Yeah, you're left with. Some beautiful reminders that yeah. you carried a child. Battle scars. Battle scars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that process and, you know, accepting that and learning to love that of yourself, was that, was it a process? or was It still is. Yeah? It still is. And my stomach can't go back. Like, I work out and I can't get abs. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like my stomach, I think because I was stretched out so much when I was young. And I was tiny, yeah. tinier. Um, 
and I don't know. So I guess it's just like there is like that st- your stomach still has like that loose skin, yeah. that just like stubborn thing that just can't the muscle can't like get that. I guess deep. Yeah, I don't know, but um, whatever. I mean, it is what it is, and like yeah. I embrace it now. Um, You're welcome to thirty, by the way. Thanks. I turned thirty about like uh, just under a year ago. And 30 was the year where I really started to accept things that in my 20s. Yeah. Like, I'm actually gross. like loving like, my I body. That. Like I, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I don't ever. I think when I was younger, I had a perception of like, if I work out, I want to look a certain way. Yes. No. Now that I'm older, I work out and I don't have a body it, like shape or idea in my mind. I just know that I'm thinking my body every day for being healthy. I know that I'm strong. I know that I'm healthy and I know I'm strong. Yeah, you are strong like if ever i was to be caught in some type of scuffle i would hope and pray that you were there because yeah, i'm pretty you solid, are petite like, and strong and that's the thing like i know that i am healthy yeah you know and i don't need to look a certain way to know that like i know that i'm doing what i need to think my body that i'm healthy that i can move that i can lift that i can you know i don't care to look a certain way i just know that i am healthy yeah. That's all that matters. And I think that's like definitely a healthy like mindset too to think. Just be like, I'm thinking my body every day. Don't care if I have abs or not. I know that I'm strong. And the thing is, is like once you start looking at fitness and nutrition in that way, yeah. and you're no longer doing it to be a certain size or be a certain weight, nope. that why, that change in why, like you're no longer doing it to fit into a certain size of jeans. You're doing it because you respect your body, you love 100%. your body, you want a strong body, you want a healthy life. 100%. Working out becomes so much more enjoyable. Yes. And something you actually want to do and something you want to be proud of because you're no longer doing it to lose something. You're no. doing it to gain, gain something. Yes. So it becomes this like, for, rather than being negative, like why go to the gym to be negative? You want to go to the gym to be positive. 100%. So enjoy those moments. Yeah. And health and fitness, I mean, I feel like that's how we, that's how we became friends. Yeah. 100% we did which I love through and a community it, of just like yeah people having the right mindset of like no listen like let's take care of ourselves yeah, yeah. that run club was the best I feel like that run club way back in the day that 15k oh yeah that's how I met my favorite people in the city yeah was through fitness it was a yeah they had us together multiple times a week <laughs> in training so it's kind of like we were yes. either going to become best friends or enemies if something <laughs> was gonna like we were all like our little crew spent so much time so, together. so much time so many early call times <laughs> so many early call times before coffee <laughs> before coffee and I feel like that I don't know if that led to you creating your crew right now yeah, but like Run you crew. have such a special community thank you of creatives i've gotten to experience a couple of them yo east end is far it's not even far but in my mind going to the east end is so far yeah on my bicycle it's changed but so much from it's three years old now uh it's changed so much from the beginning from the ideation before it was like strictly a run club um but then i started listening to the east enders they don't yeah. want they don't want to just run they just want a community because, like, the East End is still so new. Yeah. Whereas when you're in the downtown core or, like, West, there's so many run clubs. Like, every day there's a run club. Yeah. And the East, there isn't, you know? And so, you know, I started paying attention to them, and, and a lot of them weren't as strong runners or some of them didn't love it as much. Um, but they just wanted a community, and they would come out because of community. And they never felt alone. They always felt good running with somebody. They felt more confident. Um, a lot of them are, like, collaborating and working together now. It's crazy. Um, yeah, my whole thing was, you know, East Room was a co-working space. 
And I was probably like one of their first members there before it was it's still in the construction. They're like, here's phase one, but I know it looks undone yet, but we would love you to be a member. We need more creatives like you in the East End to be creative and be a member. Sure. Down. It's not, it's not too far from here. Um, but then, and because I was so associated with like Nike training and Nike running, and I built a rapport with that team there, I said, you know, I looked around at East Room and so many creatives are working out of there, but no one's talking to each other. I'm like, there's one person that's sitting on the coffee table who's a graphic designer, one who's a restaurateur, and maybe he is opening a restaurant and needs a logo, but no one's talking to him. He wouldn't even know that he's sitting across beside the guy who could make the logo, you know? And so I'm like, listen, I need to make a community within a community. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's like counterintuitive otherwise, you know? It doesn't make sense. It's like an oxymoron. Like, why do you want a co-working space in a community when no one's talking? Yeah. You want them to actually start building together. So I said, hey, listen, one way that I know that I built a community or built friends or built connections through Creative Field is through running. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, you know, I hit up um, Nike and I said, hey, I would love to start my own run club um, out of East Room. Um, they're like, hey, what's the angle? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's like, you know, defining creative athletes in the East End and beyond. And so, yeah, and that's how it started. People started coming out. Creatives started talking to each other. They started collaborating with each other now. Yo, did you, you actually saw people collaborate? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, actually, graphic design make logos. There's one guy in my run club right now who does web design for a lot of the people that come out. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, fitness is so much more than fitness, especially if you put a community behind it. Yeah. And I love that you basically merged a couple of your loves, which is creatives and community building through sport. Mm -hmm. And you put those two together, mm -hmm. which is so important because especially in the creative field, I've been finding, just because with work I interview a lot of highly creative individuals, is highly creative individuals sometimes can be very isolated. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're kind of in their own world. They're not communicating with other people. Maybe there's other struggles happening. I mean, you look at some of the most highly creative people in history, and sometimes there's mental health issues that are happening there. Mm -hmm. So if you can get people together, having conversations, collaborating, but also working out together, not only are you getting the endorphin rush, the adrenaline rush, you're getting the positive health benefits of being active, and then you're building a community. Mm -hmm. I mean, the impact that you're having on these individuals is huge, Christina. Thank you. It's huge. Yeah, I don't ever stop to think about that. But yeah, I'm like, you know what? We're I just want to build like a really healthy community, and healthy that 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 means like through even like mental. Yes. It's like levels to it. Well, I feel like at healthy is hot. I really believe that health is not one thing. No. It's physical health. It's nutritional health. It's mental, career health. Emotional. It's mental health. It's spiritual health, and mm -hmm. that can mean so many things to so many different people. But those elements need to be attended to if you only focus on your physical health but you ignore your mental health well, forget about it you're not healthy no I'm sorry no I, you're I, not I, you're not but this community i feel like really taps into all of it you're talking career you're talking community you're talking physical yeah and the thing that i love is after our workouts or our runs we actually just chill for two hours and talk like this one time our, our runs will probably end around eight yeah eight yeah eight thirty and one time we stayed till midnight just talking just all talking. And people's guards are down. Yes. The there's no is, ego. There's my, no ego. No. There and can't be. You're a sweaty mess. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing. It doesn't matter how fancy your hair or your makeup is. Like when you're out there working out, it's just you, your body, and whoever you're around. Yeah. And then after that, 
I find it so liberating to be around people. Like, unless you forgot to wear your deodorant and you're really smelly, <laughs> like, you're kind of like your guard is down and you just experience something yeah. difficult, but yeah. also really rewarding together. Yeah, I know it started off, um, the angle was like East End, but now it's like beyond. Weekly, I have one guy come from Brampton, three come from Markham, two come from, yeah, one comes from Mississauga. It's crazy. Um, yeah, and they just come from ERC. I hope that you sometimes take a second to realize that this is you. This is your baby. You made this happen. I you know. made these connections happen. I know. It's crazy. Um, we were at Barry's on Monday, and Barry said, hey, we would love to partner with your run crew, but you it's at our New Yorkville location. Yeah. And you have to fill 50 spots. And I was like, 50 spots? Um, and I usually get like, on a, like depending on the workouts, because I, again, I partner with different various gyms and studios. And some people would love more workouts than the others. Yeah. And so anyway, so uh, on average, we get like 20, 30 out yeah. weekly. But I'm like, okay, 50. And so deal. I put it out on social. And it took two days. And I was at capacity wow and so monday comes and i'm like you know i'm expecting drop-offs i'm like no one canceled it was so i was so overwhelmed i was almost worried and i got a last minute request i mean i got a last minute um notice from the pr team saying hey sorry we miscounted we only have spots for like 40 something i'm like <gasps> how do you miscount Come they're on. like sorry we thought we had we thought you had 50 now it's less than 50 i was like no but no one canceled i'm like you know what maybe on the day of me people will but no one did yeah. and so i was panicking i was overwhelmed i was like do we have enough spots are we going to make it happen i'm down to back out in this workout yeah. you know and i think we did make i think we were over capacity by a little bit because you know at berries there's like the step yeah um, one person had to just use like a mat on the side. So I'm like, okay, we made it work. But anyway, I was just like, wow, you guys, we did this. 50 spots. So don't stop. Yeah. Like don't stop. Yeah. We're at Jen Lau's gym uh, next Monday. M next Monday. If you can, I'm come. here. Yeah. If you can. Yes. Yes. And 26 spots. So get in there. Get in there. How, where can we find out more info about this? I want you to plug. Do a little plug. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You just have to hit me up because I did have East Run Crew <laughs> Yo, Instagram. Slide into her DM. <laughs> yeah. Slide into my DMs at Christina G. Chang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because East Run Crew used to have Instagram and then because it was a partner with Nike, they're like, you need to take it down because I don't think it makes sense in a marketing aspect yeah. at, at this point for us. But now I think I might just bring it back yeah. because um, Nike kind of just like let go and let yeah. me just be, have, run it the free way agent. I want. A free agent now. Um, everyone's like, this is not really a run crew anymore. I'm like, no, it's not. It's, it's, just, a, it's a creative community yeah. that likes to sweat together. Yes. You know what and I the mean? thing is like and I love collaboration so I've been really collaborating partnering with different studios and gyms. Every week it's a different either it's a new gym opening we're there. Either or not, you yeah. know, or it's just like family, my detox is family. So you're like, you know what? You have our every last Monday is yours. Um so yeah, it's just kind of like cl collaborating and connecting through community and they just love the vibe of my crew. Um, and I have a very male-heavy crew. So I think Which is I'll, awesome, too. Yeah. Actually, maybe you can get... I, I need some more males on this podcast. Yeah. Can you, can you do what you do best? Yes. And do <laughs> connect the dots. Yeah. Connect the dots. For sure. I got you. Um, wow. I'm excited. My throat is on fire. I know. It's so bad. I have, like, phlegm. I'm having the least healthiest hot week ever. Me too. I have, like, phlegm going between my throat and my nose <laughs> right now. It's, like, it's gross. Well, on that <laughs> note, I do want to know, though... Even though we're not living our healthiest hot lives at the moment. I know. What does healthiest hot mean to you? Oh, my gosh. 
honestly, I think it's definitely finding the time to carve out time for you. I know life gets busy, but my whole thing is to carve out you time. What does that mean? Does it mean meditation? Does it mean like you're just moving your body? Does it mean you're going for a run? Does it mean yoga? Does it mean just really thanking your body every day that you are healthy and you can actually move? Um, But also just checking in with yourself. Mental, how am I? Do I need to go to therapy? Do I need a therapist? Do I need, you know, I think it's just like carving out you time, whatever that means, whatever that means. And it could change day to day. Day to day, week to week. I change, mine changes day to day. You know, it's just like, what do I need to do today? Some days I'm just like, I just need Pilates today. Some days I'm like, I need a run. Like, what is it I feel that I need me time? There's no interruptions, just me. And sometimes I just need to lift. Sometimes I just need to go to the gym and do everything. Yeah. And sometimes you just need pizza. No, pizza and nothing. You just need to just or like, yeah. just do nothing. You know, self-care sometimes can literally be doing nothing. Nothing. Like it's whatever your body needs. Yeah, I'm like so, okay, I, I tweeted something the other day and there's two shows that are like trending right now. There's Power and then there's Top Boy. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm on top of work. I'm on top of health. I'm on top of Power, the show. I'm on top of Top Boy, the show. Netflix, I'm ready for September 13th on Friday, which new Top Boy series, which is produced by Drake, is coming out. And I'm like, you guys, be impressed because this is balance, actually. So I do binge watch a lot, but I'm like, that's me time. Yo, if it's, I love zoning out and watching good shit. Yes. Or cheesy shit. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. I, my only thing, and before we go, is when people... And I mean, you're around like people with a thousand side hustles. My thing is when people only say how busy they are, I'm like, yo, pump the brakes a little bit. Maybe just watch a little show. It's good to be busy, but like you do have to like press pause now and then so that you can continue to be busy, but be busy at your best self. Yeah, 100%. I gotta watch Top Boy. You do. I've never watched it. You have to catch up with season one and season two. I can do that. Because season three is going to be on Netflix on Friday. Okay. It's just so cool. I don't know. It, it's uh, their their slang is it's um it's similar to Toronto slang. Really? They just have a London like, English accent. Amazing. Okay. Well, I know what I'm watching. <laughs> I'm gonna see you next Monday. I gotta yes. sign up. Yes. Slide into uh, Tina's DMs, especially if you're hot. <laughs> if you're hot, feel yeah. free to. And if you are, DMs. I need more females. So I mean, if you're listening, females, come out because I have a very male-heavy crew. <laughs> okay, we'll change it up. We'll change it up. <laughs> Love you. And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. A huge thanks to Home, this really cool modern meditation space in Toronto, for hosting us and making us feel right at home today. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out and experience FOMO. Rate and leave us a comment, and also follow us on Instagram at Healthiest Hot. But most of all, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week.